0: He is an accomplished technology professional. He has led several startups in the areas of ICT and digital technologies. He has trained and helped many a young workforce to grow with their time globally and been active in open source, open technology and a strong supporter for entrepreneurs to build markets and benefit society for betterment of life. His area of expertise include spectrum of technologies, emerging technology in digital, operational and knowledge involving edge, cloud, IoT, and end-to-end 5G data communication. In the last few years, he has focused on Indian emerging open tech foundation to accelerate use of make in India technology for Indian solution. He held key positions in IEEE, TTSI, 3GPP, IOT, Open Source, Electronics and Semi-Tech Management. In today's episode, let us chat with Prakash Ramchandran. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. I am your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Folks, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn amazing stuff. Also, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact towards the end. And you know, you'll acquire more knowledge by tuning into TGV for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today we are going to discuss a very interesting topic, personal transformation through technology. And we couldn't find a better person than Prakash, who has over four decades of experience and he is now today part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Prakash ji, hearty welcome to TGV. I am super excited to have you part of today's show.
1: Welcome. And uh, Naveen uh, Samra, is a bundle of energy. Uh, just a couple of conversations with him and I am here in his popular TGV show that brings a fresh look at topics that audience is excited to hear and learn. So thank you very much, Naveen, for getting me in and uh, also what to call uh, to your partner uh, in the efforts. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much and pleasure having you here. All right, so Prakash Ji, I think uh, first of all, I need to acknowledge uh, Sunku for connecting both of us. And in fact, I have been amazed by the kind of knowledge and wisdom that you have acquired and your energy levels. They are truly inspiring. And I would like you to share your experience with our audience like briefly and talk about top three things that have helped you reach where you are today. Oh,
1: okay. Let me, first thing I would say is passion for technology. I come from the background of technology, masters from IIT Bombay. And so you can see technology is all excitement for me. And That has been one of the first and foremost driver for me, be able to do something in life. Okay. Now that said, it's not just technology. You need to be able to learn, share and care about people who you work with and people you come in connection with. Being human is very important. So that aspect has come from my forefathers and my family background. And I'm happy that we have a perspective of sanatana dharma. We uh, treat everyone uh, equally and everybody has a an ability and a disability. It's important to leverage on positive abilities to be able to translate that and be able to learn, share and care for each other. So that is the second aspect which uh, put me because talked about excitement in technology. Then the second thing is about the personal transformation. So it's important that you share and care. The last thing I would say is addressing challenges. And that is through innovation. You have to deep dive into any subject you take or any course you take and try to find out what is that uh, can help innovate and bring solutions and be part of the solution, not just the problem. And that's the key message here. And that has been my effort to provide solutions. Problems are there. Life is full of challenges. But how do you solve them? And what hurts you, solve them first. That hurts others. And everybody will be happy at the end of the day getting some solution. So these are a couple of three things passion for technology, learn, share, and care, and address challenges through solutions. Those have been the three key factors that has led to growth of my career and I am grateful to everybody who has contributed to it including you for
0: bringing me here to share my experience with everybody. In fact it's my privilege and out of the three things that you shared I think being part of a solution is something which resonates with me because many people think okay problems are something which act as a deterrent for our growth and we will not be able to move forward but once we start Looking at a perspective of how can I really provide a solution, then that will be, make us better, right? And thanks for highlighting that. Absolutely. Now, I think you have four decades of work experience, like wherein you have seen the advancement of technology, right? From mainframes till what we are today, marching towards 5G, Internet of Things and all. So can you share with our audience briefly about how you see this evolution of technology in the last four decades? Taking the history back and history repeats itself. So let me start with 80s where
1: the Apple, uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, the two co-founders of Apple, uh, they sat in a garage and they decided to do some uh, electronics design and they put it into popular electronics in magazine at that time. Like here, you have electronics for your types. And there, what happened is uh, people got excited about it. And they say, hey, this guy is talking about computer, personal computer, and computer for yourself. And it was all mainstream from US and Russia. Example of that is IBM's 360s and those kinds of things. So this was a real uh, shakeup. And everybody got excited. Everybody buying the kit. And then Apple versus IBM, that big blue, that was the initial setup in the 80s, I would say 70 to 80s, somewhere in bit, in between. And when that happened, then obviously that is the hardware part of it. Then the software started going with Apple DOS and DR DOS and MS DOS, and many, many things happened in that era. But hardware-wise, it was the Apple and software-wise, it was the Microsoft, those were the emerging players in those days. At that time, what happened is, obviously, everybody thought that ARPANET had just started the connecting the computers in the universities, and that led to the email as one of the applications in the 80s and the 90s. And uh, initially, it was all the telcos who used to MCI mail and then uh, comp- bulletin boards and all they were the ones which came in. And that followed by the web with the Netscape in the 90s. And uh, really catapulted uh, to a much higher level. So the two medias, email and web, were the key to the evolution, to the revolution, you can call it. And then suddenly there was a deluge of what you call optical uh, connectivity across the world for the internet. And that is where the Y2K came in as a big phenomenon. People thought that if the clock doesn't uh, click at the time properly, then a lot of things will go off. Nothing happened, but uh, the spending that was created by Y2K was amazing. That uh, put a lot of data centers and uh, application service providers into the framework where the remote desktops and screen scrapping and all these became very popular. And at that time, slowly and steadily, the voice over IP took over. People said, hey, why do you have to send everything analog? We can do packet over packet the voice. So, voice over IP became a popular hit all over that actually brought the world together very close to each other people started using voice over ip and leverage some of the companies in fact thrived on voice over ip for the outsourcing and outsourcing became a big hit in those days now this is more to do with voice but at the same time similarly a parallel thread of mobile mobility started in that era and the mobility really had a big impact people started using wi-fi and what we are using today of course a better version of it and then Uh, Also, cellular phone, which is very popular. Everybody uses it and everybody knows how to give a discount. That era really brought the next era, which is uh, bringing to the cloud. 2007-ish, Amazon uh, took the cloud and then followed by OpenStack, CloudStack, so many stacks. Everybody started their stacks. So cloud became a big hit. And cloud, of course, everybody started uh, hosting their applications uh, remote and all that. And then uh, following that, there was an edge. Because delivery of data became the key, data is the new oil, they say, and so everybody started pumping the data, and that is what. And the data analytics and uh, all the emerging AI, ML is coming. That is uh, artificial intelligence and machine la- uh, learning. And this is for the verticals. And suddenly now, this decade, new mantra has come up called sustainable development goals from the United Nations. So everybody is rushing for the sustainability, and uh, we uh, hopefully improve in the coming decade to. Uh, reduce the carbon footprint and the the global warming, etc. So this is the technology which excites and keeps you excited. And don't worry, there will be enough more to come to keep you excited for another decade or two easily. Hope that answer got some idea how the
0: 44 decades went off. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a lot of journey. And in fact, I think you should feel proud that you have seen the evolution. Yeah, definitely. It is something which you may cherish forever, right? And now I have an interesting question, Prakash. So do you see this tech evolution contributing to personal transformation kind of thing? Has it transformed people's lives or whatever you feel like? So let me put it as
1: Emerging Open Tech Foundation, of what we call our mantra has been the T3, transformation through technology. So we have four pillars and we call the four pillars right now as uh, one for the digital transformation, Another for the operational transformation, another for the knowledge transformation, and the fourth one for quantum transformation. But all these transformations have to do something. And what is that? Obviously, we have to improve our personal goals or whatever we do professionally. So, what I see is transformation at the personal level is key. And that is intertwined with the technology transformation. So, I would add today the fifth pillar at this. Juncture with you asking me what is the fifth pillar, it is going to be personal transformation. Okay. Now, how does it occur? It occurs because individuals consciously try for betterment of their life. And situations come in life where you have to change. You got married, you've got to change. You got education, you're looking for a job, you got to change. So consciously you try to set an objective and try to reach that delivery. And this keeps on repeating infinitely today it's like example how do you acquire information so earlier we used to read our father forefathers used to tell in terms of shlokas and all that and then they will verbally say something do this do that this will help that will help so our teachers and gurus were going to be in those days and the elders now what happened then we started getting newspapers so we started reading newspapers so gurus changed part of the load from the parents changed to newspapers and all and uh, we are now in the paperless age. So what? Next, next you find that boys radios. We started listening to. So we were based on radio. Oh, radio! This radio, that radio, and so music, knowledge, drama. So besides the technology, the non-technology factors actually are the driving ones. We drive the use the technology to leverage, and so obviously those came into picture. So what we find is we watch TV. Then we went to bulletin board. Then learn from males male and friends. And then we went to web, web search, then we went into blog, then we interact through voice over IP globally. And now we connect through streaming media like we are doing here. So WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, which we are doing here, Telegram, name it. So you've got social media, which is uh, being uh, promoted or being built based on technology and engineering, and that is driving it. So that uh, technology has impacted the personal situation and the personal transformation is occurring while we don't even realize that it is happening. That's key. How do we interact with uh, social media, for example? So we face-to-face, we talk. Today, the COVID came and we could not do face-to-face. So we started doing all over the media. So essentially, voice, video call, human, to not only that, you are bored now you don't know what to do you start talking to the machine hey alexa hey google what do you do so they start answering you so now not only we are doing conversation we are also interacting for therapy so that's another way of looking at it so even psychotherapy it can provide to us then we work through the robo vacuum cleaning uh, you clean the house instead of jhadu or whatever you're, you you start with a, a robo now so uh, in the urban of course in the urban places but that's what. So what I see is there is a definitely a change. And you go to every new year, you will take a resolution for health exercise. Oh, I will do this, I will do that. And then finally, what you do aerobics, you do cycling. Cycling is again a mechanical thing. Then you do with all swimming, and then you go for whatever your resistance exercises like weightlifting, pull, push up, go to gym. So all these have technology elements involved. Personally, you want to transform yourself to be a healthy person, and you end up using technology. And that is the contribution of technology. Similarly, when you get together as a group and go somewhere, in earlier days, we are lost. We don't know how to get to the other guy. We have to wait for the whole day. Here, you have got a phone, cell phone, and just say, hey, I'm here. Don't worry. I'm here. Okay, done. So basically, it is an instant uh, figuring out who is where and yet not lose the group and keep talking and keep walking, right? If you are doing some trekking and all that. So there is again an element of uh, technology. Now, the same way, suppose you go to ticket earlier, we used to go to VT station and uh, and stand the whole day kicking each other in the queue and then trying to get last a ticket before the window closes. Uh, these days, what? Who cares about that? Everything is available. You just go online. So it's a technology, right? So personal you don't have to spend your whole day tell the boss that, hey, I'm. Uh, you're not telling him I'm taking off. You're telling, oh, I'm just going to meet my friend. And actually, you are standing there in the queue just so that you can get for a vacation a ticket or a ticket to buy for what you call Asia. This is what I have done. So this is what I see is that these are the things that matter. And you don't take any luggage these days, big luggage. You just uh, fly because anything you want to buy, even if you go to Everest, they will. They say that there will be a Carolite who will sell you coffee there. So, there are some of the jokes, and they're not jokes, they're reality. Maybe it may not be, Kerala, you may find a Chinese gay selling you something. So, it's quite possible, you know. So, another thing, example, uh, family we used to stay together, okay. Now, today, if I have to tell my mother, hey, you go and stay in uh, old age home, it doesn't it look like odd. Yes, to the people who were, but it is the norm now. So, elderly care is taken care at old age homes, which is the norm. So it is the 60s and 70s, it was all a joint family. So families have not broken. Families are still joined, but they are joined through connectivity. They are not joined through physical activity or physical connection. That's all the difference. They will do a face FaceTime, they will do a Zoom call, they will do whatever. But family is family. I have answered, is it a personal a transformation impacted by technology? Yes. And an emphatic yes for good for bad that's one to know that
0: is depends on uh, situation that's a wonderful perspective and now let's talk about the impact of technology on human thought process may, may have seen some of the things not <laughs>
1: everything but from that uh, you are talking about the human thought process let's analyze what is thought process thought process is, it deals with reasoning it deals with remembering imagining and problem solving and making judgments. So these are all cognitive processes and it involves mental activity. So now prior to calculators, go back to the calculators. Uh, before calculators, what will I do? Somebody asked me 17 to 11, I'll say 187. Why? Because in our days, we used to memorize up to tables up to 20. Now everybody uh, memorize tables. It is less and less important because you can always use a calculator. So, uh, example of in a mall, they suddenly power went off. Power went off, people were not in, uh, transact because uh, they don't know how to calculate. They will come and give the item, they will look at the barcode, what barcode can't tell you anything. And they look at the price, they don't know how to compute. It could be worse also, right? But what I'm trying to say in this case, thought process, imagination, all these are important And it can change, it can help for good or it can cause bad. But we have to know that there is a process. And so if I think of, I want to let's have a good time, go to Eiffel Tower, then I can just switch on my computer and then go to Eiffel Tower instantaneously in 30 seconds. And not only that, to feel that I am also eating the buttery croissant, I can buy one from here in Starbucks or whatever your coffee day and bring it and eat it and then enjoy it. Or... If I want to have, uh, let's say, I want to see a Tanjore temple, Brahmeshvara temple, I can put it on and then make my own coffee and then sip it as if it is a, what you call your Kumbakarana degree coffee, they say. So it can be a degree copy. So all it is a matter of technology, which has changed everything, and you don't have to do any effort. Just put a. You can even have a filter coffee. Of course, I am coming out of breakfast, so I am talking about it. In general, you see why we think that technology has changed the thought process. Obviously. It's the means to the end.
0: Means have changed, ends will change. Keep doing this forever. Excellent, Prakash. Yeah, I'm loving the conversation. And now let's talk about the best tech transformation that you admire so far.
1: This is something that is to my heart and that is waves. Yeah. And waves, there are many waves. Okay, you can create waves many ways. But electromagnetic waves, optical, laser, microwaves, all this had tremendous impact. It has transformed the communication from local to global to celestial. You can go to a trip to a moon or a Mars and talk from that. And today is Yuri Gagarin's day, I believe. So you can see he started with a space, going around circle in, over the Earth in 52 or 53. So you can see how things have changed because of the wave. And not only that, there is also a corollary to it, which I am not adding, but you can mark. E equal to mc square, mass and energy is, are interchangeable. If you come to that, then it is another story. But I am just focusing on the waves because they have changed my field, my area of communication. And that's what I am pitching for, saying that what you admire, of course, the waves and all waves, whether it is radio wave, whatever, uh, the optical wave, magnetic wave, whether it's a laser, maser, any teaser, whatever.
0: Yeah, an- another pearl of wisdom. And now let's flip the coin and talk about the worst technology in your opinion.
1: Technology is dual-edged sword. You can use it well or misuse. Example, guns. Reminded of Mangal Pandey and introduction of guns during industrial revolution and East India Company coming and uh, taking over India. The gun have very, very. It has been a curse, even though you try to uh, safeguard against uh, animals. But if you treat people as animals, that is the worst thing to happen. Then the other bombing, like use misuse of atomic and hydrogen bomb, was the worst and had greatest impact on the generation, which were in the Hiroshima Nagasaki time frame. The Japanese were the victims of that. And today we see the same thing looming up again in Europe, uh, in Russia, Ukraine where parties are fighting uh, not onto negotiation table so what happens is the technology can impact really bad if you misuse it and we have to make sure that as a human being we have to do transformation of these people not to get into such
0: issues of the technology i would say that is the thing i would uh, stop that's great and uh, prakash can you really talk about some of the technology trends that you foresee because you're part of various Forums across the globe, right? And you are part of those conversations and are aware of the coming trends. Maybe sure. would like to share something with our audience.
1: Sure, uh, I have several things to talk about. I will start with let's say uh, quantum technology. Fifth pillar is personal, but let me go to the fourth pillar. This was introduced late last year. Quantum technology qubits. So normally we switch zero and a one. So you go with a two state. In qubit, you have got multiple states. Uh, that is, you, it's in n dimension. So the way it you can have exponential impact. So what is happening is quantum technology with qubits has the computational capacity, which is exponential. And that can lead to solution for fast monitoring, control, using entanglement. So this is like superposition, you have superpose, then you get something, then you superpose, you get something, you do in n dimension, you get, so Fourier transform, fast Fourier transform, reversible. So these are reversible. So in the sense, you can go forward, you can come backward and the computation, it's not like your circuit logic where you've got zero, one. is reversible and reversible, not reversible. So everything that is going forward can be reversed. So quantum technology uh, has a highest potential. Of course, in solving some of the problems, specifically high-performance computing, and which is a key for doing, like if COVID had occurred after the quantum was mature, you could have solved the COVID in two days or even one day. So that kind of power it has got. So we will be able to defend against all this much faster. So quantum technology is one technology uh, I would like everybody to keep an eye on. It is going to be not immediate, but at least five to 10 years time frame. And it is coming. There are already experimental things happening. So this is one technology which you must follow. Now, obviously, the second one, which is current also, and everybody is using is AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning. This technology is driving the, like example, driven car, you can talk about. This enable a lot of technological things that will bring the real-time applications. So Doing something in real time with the feedback, correcting, removing the errors, that is one thing. Automation, AI ML will lead to huge automation. For example, we talked about robots, right? Talking to robots and not only talking, they will walking the robot, managing the hotel. AI ML and deep learning is one. In the short term, you know, already we had some speakers talk about electric vehicles that improve the energy efficiency, bringing down the carbon footprint, reducing the global warming. EV is going to be one of the major plays. And that is happening already. So that's one thing which you have to keep current on what's going on there, how they are evolving, how the technology of motor and move, table be what you call battery driven. And how do you charge the battery? It's like your gas cylinder utility types. How do you get the utility moving and all that? Then in the Indian context, I would say a few things I would like to point, And these are Ayurvedic and organic farming. Ayurvedic has taken a real good way to improve the health and especially post-pandemic lot of people and even during pandemic a lot of people could not afford the medicine and they went into ayurvedic and it has become really a good one alternate medicine and that's very good and organic farming is one where people feel that even though it is expensive you do not want to burn your soil and energy less uh, without having these ureas and all these fertilizers messing up lose its uh, productivity so coming back to organic farming has been a good thing and going forward We see that Sustainable Development Goals, SDG, which has got 14 verticals of which preserving water, preserving air, reducing pollution, health, and then your productivity, manufacturing, you name it. Everything is included, including solar energy, alternate air, wind energy. You find that a Sustainable Development Goal is the one which will be followed and tracked for another decade at least, up to 2030. So you will see a lot of activities in technology which will be transformational, not only for personal, but from the view of technology where innovation will occur unlimited. It's the imagination. You have to imagine and you have to apply and you have to find finance and deliver. And that is the innovation cycle I expect
0: from this SDG. Excellent. On the sustainability development goals, right? I see that organizations have already started hiring chief sustainability officers and all. Looks mm-hmm. like there will be a lot of demand in the next 5 to 10 years and all. Absolutely. Awesome. So yeah, this has been quite insightful conversation and we have been talking a lot about technology and personal transformation through technology. But mm-hmm. it's the time for us to lighten up the mood of our audience so mm-hmm. that I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round where sure. you can answer questions so crisply so that our audience get to know other side of uh, Prakash. Yeah, with your consent, I'm moving forward and uh, fire the fast bullet out of the rapid fire. So, can you share what was your childhood fantasy? Okay, let me sing it for you.
1: You are in... So, what it says is, take to the mountainous path and one, one has to fall and get up and get moving. So, move on. Don't worry what happens. You will always be able to move on.
0: Such a motivational message. All right. Great. Uh, now, again, since you have sung a song, I would like to ask a question related to a movie. So, uh-huh. which movie dialogue goes well with your life? Let me put it this way. I will sing and I will give you the answer.
1: <laughs> so, let's live here
0: and die here and have fun while it lasts. <laughs> Wonderful, loving this. All right, so let's move on, Mr. Prakash. If you were an animal or bird, which one would you compare with? Okay, if I were a bird or an animal, not sure.
1: If I could have had the capacity, if I were that, to be able to comprehend the way the world is working, right? Yeah. So, so what I would say, remember that in this podcast, okay, and media streaming days, uh, digital twins days. In fact, I have twins boy no. and a girl. Wow. So personally, in real life, I have twins. And me and my wife are really have been discovering the world through different poles. One is across the globe by means of arts, which my wife does, and through technology, which I do. So what I would say is that kind of experience, I think uh, I would like uh, the birds and the animals which you mentioned to have a future incarnation of human being to be able to uh, enjoy that. I wish they become a human being and they yeah. enjoy this. And uh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to my mother. Who she hears this, she's at ninety. She'll be thrilled that my
0: son has grown really. So far. All right, yeah. So, what's your funniest moment in your life so far?
1: That's something funniest moment. I would think that to motivate and reshape the world, this can be done through podcasts like you are teaching me now. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, I'm singing on top of it. So. <laughs> the way it happens is you never know funniest moment can come suddenly somewhere and this is like a funny moment for me hey am i talking to right people yes sure you talk to the world through this media (laughs) and a lot of people will be wondering what is yes this is the funniest moment because of uh, naveen and because of media we have the funny moment of enjoying technology and personal
0: transformation interesting interesting yeah so, in, in fact, uh, yeah, I'm learning a lot out of it. It's not the other way around because I'm yet to get there. <laughs> I'm I'm getting wiser after every conversation by talking to experts like you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, with that, let me fire the last bullet out of the rapid fire. Mm-hmm. What will be one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent? So, electronics gadget, of course, in this world of drone,
1: I would like to see a drone and drive like a cycle <laughs> on a road. Instead of road, it could be on a... Uh, government of india has defined some uh, airstrips where you can drive your drone so i would like to uh, be a drone pilot and drive uh, enjoy a uh, music a veena probably a gadget you said i would say veena whatever
0: and enjoy that in the piloting that drone gadget along with the veena excellent after that energetic rapid fire let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation Mm-hmm. so after garnering this 40 years of industry experience and you're still working and you're contributing to a larger cause of sdg mm-hmm. and tech evolution and all what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their lives and careers
1: so i would say change is constant if you don't have change then there is nothing to chase and technology keeps evolving one after the other after the other it's a never ending exciting chase but in that chase, you have to take care of your personal growth, personal health, because health is wealth. No amount of wealth can compensate for the health and character. Character is first health and then wealth. So if you keep the order straight, I think you will enjoy not only the life, but the journey. It is in the journey. It's not anything. In what you enjoy is a journey. Like we are talking today, we are enjoying. It is yeah. having fun, having passion. So it is the journey that matters so learn to enjoy and be kind to people be understanding everybody is not able bodied as you may be so uh, make sure and i'm sure we are talking about mental health uh, at some point this week so i i see you are doing the right things hitting the right cards and uh, you as a group i want you to succeed and my message to all our team members is that strive for goodness of the world and personal transformation take a conscious decision to go after something that you love and enjoy doing and enjoy the journey not the end result end result will come anyway and go you will have another end result tomorrow you'll have another goal so goals keep changing the goalpost keeps changing but you have to still hit the goals so make sure you hit the goals thank you
0: fabulous thank you so much for all those nuggets of wisdom Uh, Prakashji it's been a pleasure hosting you and mm-hmm. thanks again from the bottom of my heart for joining me on this show today. Yeah, definitely.
1: Love to see you do the necessary things you are talking about for mental health and all that. And welcome to this uh, globe and enjoy your life and enjoy the journey. Thank you very much. Nice for having
0: me. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being part of the journey. All right. So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a small request to each one of you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified about future episodes. Also, if you have loved this conversation just like I did, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from The Guiding Voice. And your friends will learn new stuff like you and we will gain new subscribers. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's cruise into the trivia section of today's episode. And today's trivia is about McDonald's. You know, a fact about McDonald's outlet near Buckingham Palace is actually owned by Queen of England. So the rule there is, you need to bow before eating your burger over there. Interesting, isn't it? That's all for today. But before I let you go, here is a small request. In case, if you have come across personal transformation through technology, be it by yourself or from any of the seasoned experts and all, I would like to see your comments. Maybe if you are watching it on YouTube, feel free to leave your comments or you can reach out to me on social media and I would like to hear your perspectives. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Naveen, signing off for today, a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make difference in the lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, (laughs) bye-bye.